Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. All right. Hello. We are on episode 10. I know. It is 10, isn't it? Number 10. It's double digits. Yay. Man, we had an action-packed week. We really Last did. Last week was action-packed. That was, that was the best kind of action-packed, though. Yeah. I mean, Wednesday through Sunday was like, go, 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 go. I have oh. this new thing I like to do as soon as we start, and then bang into as much stuff around uh, here. Yeah, and I know. Mess with my chair <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. So... I don't know. I feel oh. shorter today or something or taller. You probably messed with your chair and got three something. notches down or something. I know. I'm like OCD about that. Like in the car, if somebody drives my car, it takes me a week to get the seat right again. Yes. So um, action packed. We had Jacob's graduation on Wednesday. Yes, we did. That and was cool. Yeah. So how does it feel being the parent of a graduate you know, it doesn't feel any different yet. It feels a tiny bit different because he is, well, he was never here to begin with lately. Yeah, he um, really isn't. I do miss him. And, you know, it's funny. I just texted him. I miss you about 15, 20 minutes ago. Yeah. But um, he was already kind of not here. Yeah. He's either at his girl, here, I lost my voice. He's either at his girlfriend's house or work. Friend's house. Yeah, so it's not busy. that much different, but it feels pretty cool. I mean, it, it, I'm proud of him for sure. It's kind of yeah. sad, but I'm also, it's too soon because I, you know, they could be on summer break right now. So it's yeah. not that much different. Once the next year comes around and he's not in school, although he'll probably be in uh, something. He's going or, to, or, um, well, he's going to go to yeah, community yeah. college for the first two years and then go to university. Yeah. So I guess it'll still kind of be like he's in high school even almost, right? Yeah, he'll still you be know. living here, I'm sure. Yeah. I hope. But uh, yeah. anyway, it was cool. It was yeah. neat to see him come out. It was... Um, yeah, they did a very nice graduation. I thought so, too. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. Um, And then we had three days celebrating our anniversary. That's right. Our little staycation in Winter Garden. That's right. And then on Sunday, we got back from that on Saturday. And then Sunday, we had the photo shoot with Hit Fit Jim oh, on did. Sunday. So That's, we went and did was, a workout on Sunday. Okay, that was Sunday. And today is Tuesday. And I can still barely move. So what does that tell you? <laughs> you got to get back in. I got to so get to the can... gym more often. And we have a couple yeah. people that have joined in. Um, so I didn't see who. I don't know how. I don't remember even how I see who. So when they comment, I think is how, is that what it how is? you see. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so that was Sunday and today is Tuesday. And if I stand up, it hurts so bad. And <laughs> so this is no slam against if it's gym. It's a great gym. It's a great workout. It should really be a commercial for them because if you don't ever work out and you go in there, it's 35 minutes, kicks your butt, get your whole yeah. workout in. And you leave hobbling if you're like me. So I, I, I hope I can go back by tomorrow, but I'm still like, yeah. oh, so, so sore. So any of the trainers there would tell you, don't wait too long. Yeah. Don't wait too long. You, and remember, you said you felt better when you were moving around. Right. So if are you, you come home and just sit down, it's almost like your, your muscles freeze up almost. So are you supposed to go back to the gym while you're still sore? You're supposed to try. Ooh. Usually what you will do, though, is normally what you would do is you would work out a different area. Now, yep. 
Theirs is kind of a you know a full body workout. I so I don't. That. I'm not sure what they would suggest. How they would suggest doing that. I think what they would do is just tell you do the cardio side instead of the fit side, yeah. um, because you're going to be using different muscle groups and that's more focused on heart rate and right. you know just overall cardio health. So. Yeah. So I should go back in there tomorrow and do the hit side after work with mm-hmm. the boxing gloves or whatever. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, also, I just noticed, so we've got, we've updated our hashtag here to get literate. And that's <laughs> going to be next month's uh, theme, as we talked about before yep. with uh, reading June. and writing and yep. such. But uh, like that's why it, that's like changed. it, get lit, or it. <laughs> nice. Um, like anyway, back to, back to the staycation in Winter Garden, though. We stayed at the Edgewater Hotel or the historic yes. Edgewater Hotel. This historic. is the second year in a row we've done that. And it's really it. cool. It's like a bed and breakfast kind of hotel thing. Yeah. Like every morning you sit at the table with other people and hang out. And of course we love that because we can't stop talking to people. We meet great people we, we there did. every we, year. We met some, some we, cool people there. We yeah. even have a couple that, forgive me if I don't know your name. Tina. Tina and... Uh, oh, geez. I you can't were believe. sitting closer it, to them, so you it, were talking a little more. Was it... Oh, I can't remember now either. I was going to say John, but... Uh, but yeah, they said that they want to get together for dinner or yeah. something. So we're excited. We love... I love chatting to people, just seeing... People come from all over. Oh, I know. But they were from local. They're local. So just that was kind of cool. That yeah. was cool. Because yeah. most people we meet are from out of town. We met some people from up north Illinois or Idaho. Oh, um, I can't remember that either yeah. now. Yeah, uh, but they were, they were from up, up north. Yeah. Yeah. So... It was very exciting. I love going to the little breakfast there. And, I do too. And um, wondering who you're going to meet and seeing what they're up to. Yeah, that whole town is so cool. And so love what, it. I think we didn't love it really every do, year. do proper introduction for this episode, but this is episode 10. As I said, this is another of our special episodes because, you know, we normally have a guest and we've yeah. had our guest this month for... Um, alternative well, there was medicine. five weeks in this month, right. too. So. so we're taking the extra week and we're doing this sort of special and then we'll switch back into our themes next month. But we decided to do this special about Winter Garden because we were going there anyway. There's a lot yeah. of stuff to talk about there. It's a cool little town. There's a lot of history there. There is. And, um, and, and there's... You know, I would say it's more of like a couple's thing to kind of go and do because there's a lot of restaurants and yeah, little bars and it to me it's more of an adult feel down yep. there but it's definitely great to take the kids on like the trail and the bike trail and stuff like that yep. but if you're looking for a good couples kind of getaway it's the place it, to go. It really is. And it's dog friendly. Just a friendly. few days. A few days. Yep. Yeah. We see couples walking their dogs around there. I don't know if the, I don't know which um, hotels are dog friendly, but I know that the city and that whole area, people have their dogs with them all the time, which is really cool. Well, I don't really know if there's any hotels down there except for the Edgewater. Oh, maybe not. Yeah. I think that's the only one. There might be some down 50, but that's not going to get you in the heart of Winter Garden. And that's where you want to be. That, that is where you want to be. Um, but I do know that the historic hotel is not dog friendly. Makes sense. You yeah, know, it's, it's all historic. historic yeah. yeah. We got to protect the history of right there. So tell us when it opened, Angie. So there's some interesting stuff about yeah. this place. I was doing a little research. Right. And of course they have little pamphlets in there in the room. So I read all that when we go in. Right. But it actually had its grand opening January 26, 1927. 27, wow. 1927. 
And it was open for years. And then, of course, as most hotels do, you know, it just kind of people stopped coming. And then they had a reopening in 2003 after they did some work on it. When it first was built is one of the safest and most technical. Tech, I cannot say the word. Technologically advanced. There you go. Technological. <laughs> How did I guess that you were going to say that? In the country. <laughs> and reason being is they had the working elevator, right. which they still have the original. We, t- we touched on that last week. Yeah. So the Otis elevator. Oh, that's what it's called. Otis. Yeah. Yeah. And it still works. It's, it's one of the, it is the only functioning one of those in Florida. Not in the United States, but in Florida, it's the only functioning one. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And then I thought these were some really cool um, uh, tidbits of information. In the 30s, it was actually considered a full-service fishing lodge. So Lake Apopka was huge for bass fishing back then, and fishermen would come from all over and they stayed there. But yeah, that was pretty cool. And they, the fishermen actually um, had the chim- the fireplace built in the bottom. So it made it like that real lodge building. Oh, wow. So they, you know, that's something they added to the people that stayed there a lot, I guess. Right. And then they also add cleaning stations to each floor so that you had a spot to store your fish in the fridge, clean it and put it in the fridge. Oh, nice. Isn't that pretty cool? Very nice. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And people like Clark Gable stayed there. There was movie stars that stayed there. Wow. There was a lot of um, politicians, like senators and stuff that came through and stayed there wow, as well. that's neat. So I thought that was pretty cool. So one of the things that's cool about the hotel is the hallway. And I did like a 360 video last year of it. I probably shouldn't dig that up again. But the hallway is like stretching on forever. It seems uh-huh. like there's like a rug, like a runner that goes down the hallway. And it's like yellow and it totally looks haunted. Sadly. And there's a red door right at the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. For the exit. <laughs> but it's not haunted. According to the people that worked there, because we asked them, they said, no, sorry to inform you, it's not haunted. But anyway, it looks like it is. It's very yeah. cool. You could film like an old horror movie in there. You definitely could. So in the 40s, they actually used it to house um, World War II, uh, World War II soldiers that were about to be um, sent overseas. So it was oh, actually wow. used for that. So that was, that was interesting. And in the 60s and 70s, they accommodated a crew that was working on a special project located right in Orlando. 60s and 70s. Yes. There was a secret project. And the crew and the the people that were working on that secret project stayed there. There must have been a lot of people working on this project. It was Disney. It was Disney. Isn't that cool? That's very cool. Yeah. So... And, you know, I think it's pretty cool that they try to keep as much of the history in there as possible. So they have anything that they could restore or keep that was original is in there. Oh, you can tell that, too, like in the kitchen area. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what they do is if there's a piece of wood or something that needs to be replaced, they actually um, take wood from other parts that they've salvaged and they make it look just like the wood that's already in there. Yeah. And we actually met the carpenter that... We did. Yeah. Yep. So and that so was pretty cool. There's sections of things that aren't quite done because they're waiting until they get the right kind of wood, which yeah. is pretty neat. Yeah. It, so it's really cool. But there's all sorts of little cool um, yeah. antiques in there and, you know, old piano and telephone. And we've, we've got some pictures on the oh, yeah. video. So. It's fun. There's like a little sitting room and a big dining area. Mm-hmm. And, and they serve breakfast every morning. Yeah. Same breakfast that they served in the 20s. Really? Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, it's very traditional. It's like very pancakes traditional. and eggs. Yeah. And- but I think it's really cool, too, that they have basically not a fully stocked kitchen, but they have snacks in there oh, for yeah. you to grab in the middle of the night, waters, coffee. I mean. We did that actually one so night. Basically we came back and had like cereal. Fresh fruit yeah. and cereal and bagels. I mean, it's kind of cool. It really what is. they offer that they and have that there. And it's super reasonable. I mean, I don't it, know if the rates reasonable. change throughout the year, but it's it was crazy Probably. and expensive when we went. Probably when they have weekend. large events or something. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's not it's very reasonable. Yeah, they even let us take our bikes, our bicycles, and wheel them into the lobby and hook <laughs> them to like the fireplace um, table or whatever, so yeah. we don't have to leave them outside and worry about them getting stolen or anything. Yep, they did. I love it. I do too. I'm glad that's our tradition. I I am too, and it's yep. um. My favorite thing mm-hmm. is the Chef's Table restaurant. They do, if you choose this back there, you mm-hmm. sit basically right where the chefs cook. The chef that comes to your table and kind of goes through the menu, you have like a couple different options for each item. It's like a four-course meal, including a cheese tray if you do that, including a wine pairing with each um, phase of the meal if you do that. We did that. Which we did that. <laughs> and it We is, do it all. <laughs> it is just so good. It, I just can't even describe how good it is. Oh. It's... Um, it's Angie had, I'm going to butcher this. I know it. I'm going to call it the foie gras. Don't say the S. Foie gras. Foie gras. Foie gras. Yeah. Okay. So tr- true story. I looked at the menu and I thought this was some kind of healthy vegetable <laughs> item because it looked like it said grass. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm from the South. But um, I guess it's probably a Southern dish, honestly, because it's duck liver. Yeah. And as disgusting as that sounds, it was not it disgusting. Was a, it was the best thing I had there, and I didn't even have it. It was eating some oh. of hers. And I'm telling you, they come, they tell you how to drink the wine with your food. So yes. our server Jeff, who was amazing, we had him the first time we went there. That's right. That's right. It was the same At guy. The very first time that we went, yep. we just did the dinner. And then the second year, we had somebody different when we stayed in the hotel. And then this year, we had Jeff again. But he tells you exactly how to drink. He says, okay, take some of the wine in your mouth, swish it around a little bit, then put the um, duck in there. Just let it melt in your mouth. Yeah. And he was not wrong. (laughs) He was not wrong. You can tell when the person that is serving the food is a total foodie. Oh, yeah. And that's how Jeff was. He's so excited when he tells you about it. He's excited about the experience you're about to have. He really is. He was all jacked up. And he's like, "Yeah, you got to try this. Okay, you got to try that. And then even like one of the wines that he recommended. And he goes, oh, it's one of my favorites to have around this time. And then... Sure enough, he had it. I was like, I thought he was just kidding, but he was over there and he with his own glass. So it made me respect all of his comments after that because you knew he was being authentic. Mm -hmm. Um, He even tried to tell me, like, I got the steak, which is amazing. It's the best steak I've ever had. I knew that from the last year I was there, Mm -hmm. but you could tell he was trying to nudge me towards the lamb, which is what you got. and Or the pork chops. Or the pork chops. The pork chops is what he was trying to nudge us towards. Oh, is that what it was? Mm -hmm. Well, the lamb was amazing too. So what I decided I'm going to do next year we go i'm gonna get everything they tell me to get yeah i mean you cannot go wrong because all of it is so good but Mm -hmm. i'm just whatever they recommend i'll take it that's right just you pick what i'm eating jeff okay you tell me what i'm eating there you go and we we we're such clean and good eaters but we that whole week we hadn't been though but no we hadn't been but we hadn't been nearly well because the kitchen had been gone but now we're back to it. We're drinking green smoothies and all this stuff. But <laughs> yum. <laughs> anyways, I won't get into that. But anyways, um, 
that, we're not that decadent with dinner, but that night I was just like, uh, whatever with the wine, whatever with the yeah. food. And by the time you finish your meal, you've had like five glasses of wine, but all we have to do is walk upstairs that's to right. our hotel room. So that's it was right. great. Yeah. That's really nice. It really is. It was, it was fun. So have you ever eaten at the front part of that? I have actually. Yeah. They have tapas in there. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember if it was like a, if it was a business thing or so, I can't remember, but I I remember going, I remember them bringing the rounds of tapas out. I'd yeah. actually been to the bar there too, mm-hmm. um, really late, many, many years ago on a date or something. And I thought, this place is like dead. There's just a bar. I had no idea that it is What's like a five-star restaurant in oh, the back. They have so many awards. Remember we were trying to read them all on the wall? Wait, there's a new one. I wish I would have, I'll, I'll look for this before when we do the, the latter half of this, but there, I got a notification that they got something this year. Oh, cool. I don't know what it was, cool. but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. The surface is amazing. It's just- It really is. There's nothing like it. Mm-mm. You actually look forward to the server coming back to talk to you each time. Yeah. It's really neat. But, you know, they give you the, they don't keep checking up on you. They let you- Really enjoy it. Mm, yeah. It, you know, it's not like normal waiters and a, how you doing? Need anything else? No. And they're gone. Yeah. They don't, they're not giving you anything else anyway. This is what it is. Yep. You know what I mean? But it's, um, it's perfectly timed. Their service is perfectly timed when they come back to the table. It is. And one of my favorite things happened this year that happened last year too. And that is Angie doesn't finish any of her glasses <laughs> of wine. So we just slide finished, those over here. I finished some them. of them, but those last like two kind of get me. So I end up with a little collection of wines <laughs> that I'm finishing as dessert comes out. But you don't have the food to go with them. You're like, I don't care. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, well, we'll have to go there just to do tapas one time because me and you have never been there together. Oh, that would be neat. Well, I don't remember. That's the first time I ever heard of that concept, actually. Well, I did go there, I think, with my mom one day, and we went in there to get a snack, and um, we just shared something, but it was delicious. Yeah. It was very gourmet, like the back room is. Right. And my mom's just like, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. I'm hungry. Yeah, it was. I remember it, <laughs> it being was really delicious, good whatever. I don't remember what I had, but pickled something. There was pickled something, or I don't know. Anyway, well, there's so much to tell you guys about Winter Garden. Um, yeah. it, it has a, uh, you know, the bike trail goes through there. There's lots of little shops through there. It's um, There's other restaurants we want to talk about in there. There's farmer's market. there, And, and so yeah. we'll get into more detail about all that stuff. Because yep. that was just night one, the chef's table. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm so low on the camera this time. You can't see my hands going crazy everywhere. <laughs> so this might be the right angle. <laughs> But anyway, so so we'll save that for the rest. And so right, one, one, one more thing I wanted to add, though, as fun as this Facebook Live thing is, and as much as Angie and I said two weeks ago, let's just make it every single Tuesday at 8 p.m. We're struggling now to actually make it. I worked today from like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah. I barely got a shower and got <laughs> sat down here to get started in time. So as fun as this is, I don't think we're going to be able to do it every Tuesday. I think we'll still do it on Tuesdays at 8, but it'll be a little more random as far as which Tuesday it's going to be. Or maybe once a month or the last Tuesday of the month or something like that, just so we can schedule it in and we know, okay, let's not schedule anything that Tuesday. Right. But it's been... It's been pretty challenging every Tuesday. It really has. And I think School, it's because we work, have home extra renovation. work, renovation. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, I, and I'm doing all kinds yeah. of 
work besides work. Yeah, um, helping with the charity. Yes, the, the like websites mm-hmm. for the charities and stuff yeah. like that too. So anyway, we'll do this again, but we're not going to do it every Tuesday because we simply just can't. We can't make it work right now. We're just too busy. Yes, we are. But we like chatting with you guys, definitely. Yeah, we definitely do. (laughs) All right. So we'll wrap it up and then we'll share the information station with some more information about Winter Garden next. Yeah, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about it and we'll wrap up the whole week that we had there or the Mm -hmm. three days that we had there on Thursday. And even though they pulled it from the... Winter Garden, uh, raise and review for whatever reason. I don't know. I, I yeah. never understand how the admins work on those things. But we want to welcome those of you that have found us from that. As yeah. I posted on the uh, raise and reviews before it got pulled, we don't collect any money for this podcast. We don't accept any money for this podcast. We do this strictly to really mostly raise awareness about community events and get people more involved in their community. To, we do it to get ourselves more involved in the community, primarily. Um, we do it to raise awareness for local charities and to get ourselves involved in the charities as well. So if you are if you found us from the Winter Garden Raves and Reviews, welcome and thank you guys for tuning in. All right, guys, have a great night. Oh, yay. Yay. All right. All right. <laughs> this is Dr. Linda Mattioli with Origins Functional Medicine and you're listening to It's All Fine and Dangy. Okay, so welcome back, guys. We just wrapped up the Facebook Live, and I wanted to say a couple more things real quick about the chef's table. What I was trying to remember during the first segment was that I'd recently read that the chef's table, we, we saw a bunch of things on the wall in there about uh, years past, but this year in the Orlando City Magazine, the chef's table was nominated in the 2019 Dining Awards Reader's Choice as the best chef's table. And that's a category for restaurants that have that type of feature where you can sit in the back where the chefs are, and they came in number one. Doesn't surprise me. They also got the Florida Trend Golden Spoon Award in 2017, the Diner's Choice Award in 2018. Suffice it to say, it's an amazing restaurant. Yeah. Cannot it recommend surpri- it. It doesn't surprise enough. me at all that they had got that this year. Yeah, me neither. It's pretty cool. So that's what we did the first night we were there. And then we just went back to our room and let all that food just settle in our belly. <laughs> it was wonderful. We was literally plan around to that. It's terrible and decadent as that sounds. But honestly, by the time you have all that food and four glasses of wine, yeah. you're just perfectly content to do nothing. And so... The girls aren't there to let you up the elevator. Sarah normally is the one that kind of takes you up and down the elevator. That's right. And so you have to walk up those very steep super, stairs. Super And they steep. had heels on, of course. Yes. Oh, I know what we did that night, too. We went out on the balcony and just kind of chilled and and uh, nobody, nobody was roaming around. So it was nice yeah. and peaceful and quiet and just listening to cars kind of come and go. And that was up on the third floor. Yep. So yeah. that's, again, that's at the historic Edgewater. And up on the third floor, they've got, it's almost like a room, an outside room. It yeah, is a, a balcony, patio. but it's yeah. like a screened in patio thing. It's really cool. Yeah, it's really nice. That was cool. So the second night we were there, we slept in a little bit the next morning. Which is unheard of for us. You know, and we just kind of wandered around the town, had some lunch, just really enjoyed kind of chilling. 
We oh. went to uh, what's that place you like? So this is going to sound so boring uh, the, to people, the but the Sacred Olive, the Sacred Olive, yeah. and so because we're eating clean again now, we've got our kitchen back. One of the challenges I constantly have with eating clean is all of my favorite salad dressings are like blue cheese. Creamy. Ranch. <laughs> and we can't really eat that. So Angie helped me. What was the lady's name in there? Debbie? Donna, I think. Donna. It was Donna. Yes. You're right. Good memory. But she helped us kind of find these oils and vinegars that you mix together that actually taste. I don't normally like oil and vinegar. And it's like flavored. You I could mean, probably there's explain like a it. thousand different combinations in there. It's amazing. And yeah. it's a very good quality um, extra virgin olive oil. Yep. And I think they just have regular olive oil too, but it's cold pressed, which that's the kind of olive oil you want to get the best health benefits from it. And it's just very rich tasting. And just so everybody knows, you can take spoonfuls of olive oil and just put that into your, your daily routine. It's good for you. Yeah. And... Um, so we did that. We picked up some olive oil and some balsamic vin vinegar to bring home. Just kind of walked around and chilled. It was very nice. Oh, we went to that taco place. Oh, yes. We did go to the whole enchilada. The whole enchilada. And they have a really cool upper deck area that has the bar up top and just very loungy and really cool to just place uh, to just chill out. Yeah, it was like an outdoor couch kind of thing that we sat on and just yeah. kicked back in the sun. It was so fun. Yeah, it was very nice. And then that night we geared up up to go to the garden theater oh yes that's so right. we, we went to our play well really a musical it was more of a it was well i guess well, a lot is, of plays are it is musical, a musical so. well so what's interesting about the garden theater did a little research on it and because of the acoustics and the shape of it they kind of cater more to musicals but that a few things that were interesting about the Garden Theater to me, and I, we highly recommend going here. It's such a quaint little theater. It was actually built by one of the Vanderbilts back in 1896. And I don't know, it's William Vanderbilt. I don't really know. They're responsible which, for a lot of really architecture, are. I think. Yeah. But it was built to be an American horse exchange. And I don't know what that is. Oh, well, probably a place where breeders come and probably... I don't know. We'll have to do a little more research. Yeah. I would think that a horse exchange is someplace where people can come and almost, exchange horses. <laughs> well, when they're looking for a stud to uh, stud their mares or what or whatever like that, right. that's what I would think it is. That may be what it is. But anyway, interesting because so that was in 1896, and then in 1911. So much history here with this little town. I love it. I know, isn't it crazy? I love so it. in 1911, it it. Somewhere between there, it changed ownership. In 1911, it was converted by an architect to be used as a theater. So that's when it officially oh, became a cool. theater. Very cool. And it's a nonprofit, too, I believe. It is a nonprofit, yeah, yeah. which is super cool. And one more little fun fact, though. Between 1934 and 1936, it was very popular for traveling uh, shows and traveling artists. And oh. Josephine Baker, Buddy Ebsen, and even Bob Hope... Oh, that's have performed awesome. there, which I thought was pretty oh, cool. That's awesome. So here's how I was first introduced to the Garden Theater. This is how I knew about this. Years ago, a friend of mine invited me to go like a little group outing. Right. And they were going to the movies. And I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. Well, we go to this little tiny theater and I'm like, what in the heck is this? I mean, it was really cool looking. Yeah. And what they did is you you bought your movie ticket. I remember they served wine in there back then. Oh, so sure. I got my little glass of wine. Yeah. Pre-movie, they had a local artist. This case, it was um, a little group that got up and sang. Right. And so they try to promote local artists or local talent. 
and they did this pre the movie and then they showed like an older movie because the screen's not huge in there, right? right? So they showed an older movie. I love it was that. like nostalgic, yeah. you know, to kind of see they something. They still do that. Yeah, they do yeah. that. Um and so that's how I was first introduced. So that's yeah. why our first year I had booked I wanted to see the play there. We right. saw The Hunchback of Notre Dame last year, which was amazing. We did. We did. And and just for me, I love plays in general. I love theater in general. So I yeah. would be gushing over any of them. But this one, it's hard to explain, but it's not just a stage in a room. They've built like false walls with little false roofing down the sides of each wall oh, yeah. a little bit. So it gives it sort of a really cool, hard to describe atmosphere, but it's yeah. it's really cool. So the play this year was great. It was. There was a lot of young talent in this play. Yes. I yes. mean, there was... Some ballet in it, some dancing, um, singing, of course. Yep. Some of the actors really stood out. Yeah. Right. Um, and the young talent in this was just amazing. Really, and, the the play was Billy Elliot, by yeah, the way. Oh yeah. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it had, you know, Elton John wrote the music for that. Yeah, I know. So you could kind of feel that a little bit. It's and that you know what's interesting is the director. If you read the pamphlet, said that it took him either three or four years to get it there after he saw it in New York. Yeah. I, I think he either. I think he saw it in New York. I don't think he was the one who put it on in New York. But either way, yeah. there was a lot of uh, lot of time spent putting it together and bringing yeah. it there. Well, they did a great job. I agree. They did a really great job. And something else cool that um, the Garden Theater offers now is they do these interactive movies. I still want to go do that. I know. So this year they have June through the end of the year. I mean, I thought the one in December would be really cool. Home Alone 2. Oh, that would be cool. So they give you like a little, I guess like a little prop bag that comes with your movie ticket and you actually interact during the movie. So I'm assuming, I haven't been, but I'm assuming they have actors that kind of probably come around and try to get you to remember something about the movie. I don't know, but it, we got to check that out. We really do. So I, I'd love a, to bring one of the kids. Yeah, this would be a great thing for families in the summer. I say one of the kids, Rachel, because yeah. she's hanging around. And we'll have links to that on the website so you guys can check out the Garden Theater and see what they have to offer this summer. Yeah. And if you want to get your kids into acting, I know they do summer camps and stuff there and they do, I think they're doing some auditions there right now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, they're also doing The Princess Bride, which I think I saw maybe once or twice back in the day, but that's like a cult classic now. Yeah. So that, yeah. that'd be a fun one um, too. And then I do know that some of the, that Grease is coming up. Oh, that one's going to be super popular. And Flashdance. I have to go see that oh one. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so I want to see what they how they turn that into a play. That's well, you and Rachel will have to, to tell me, me how Flashdance was. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, what we did Saturday. I know what we did Saturday. You had fun filming. I did have fun filming. Yeah. yeah. We Saturday. Well, I filmed the whole time. So that's a. Yeah. A little bit of a cheat. So we hit the trail. We did hit the bike trail, yep. That's our norm. That's what we do. The first night we stay, we go and eat the fancy dinner, and then we chill the next day. Then we see the play that night. Then we wake up, not so bright and early, but when it's checkout time, and yep. we hit the trail. Yep. And we do, what do we do, 15 miles this time? We did a little over 15 this yeah. time. So where we start, Winter Garden has an amazing bike trail, very family friendly, especially. So if you're looking for an easy ride, you know, for first time bikers, or even if you've got little ones, starting at the West Orange Trail is yeah. a great place to start. I agree. Now, that being said, once you get into the South Lake Trail, which is headed towards Claremont, right. Mineola, Montverde, out in that area. Yep. It gets a little more difficult. It's a little hilly. Yeah. 
it's a challenge. I'm not going to lie, especially in the heat of the day. So you want to get started early if you are going to do that end of the trail. So, you know, it lists as a 22 mile trail and I don't know where that starts and where it ends, but that's with the West Orange Trail. So I don't think it's, I think uh, Winter Garden is like the middle of the trail. Yeah, it doesn't start there. It starts more up. Is West Orange start in Apopka? It might. I think it starts in a pop gun. It goes all through them woods yep. back behind the Winter Garden. Um, I think it's West Orange School. Yep. And then, if I'm correct, and then it goes, um, remember that part that has like the huge fence that we always go by? Kind of. Yeah, back in those little woody areas and comes up into Winter Garden. Um, well, so. But that trail spreads so far. It does. And so the uh, the... What was I saying? Oh, so it's it lists as a 22 miles. So it's kind of the middle of it in Winter Garden. But the interesting thing is part of it is rails to trails, which means it's been converted from the old railroad tracks. And you can tell where it's definitely not that because the rails to trails is like a a uh, project that's been statewide. It might even be countrywide, but it's where they convert the old unused railroad tracks Hmm. to bike trails. And they only go a certain grade steepness. So it's not, it's mostly flat with, with gradual hills because trains. Through Winter Garden, then it's probably used to be the old. The old train track. And it could be. Yeah. But, oh, you mean right down the middle? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Okay. But when you get to those really hilly spots that you and I were talking about, the ones that we go down, yeah. you know, then it is no longer it's, from, it's a, from a train. But that's where it starts becoming work. And they also have along the trail too, which is kid friendly. They have a couple parks. They have the. Oh, God. West Oak Park, I think it's called. It's a little, you know, you can stop and pull your bikes up and go through a little nature trail, do a little walk. Yep. And then there's also a butterfly garden. That's right. And they have that other huge tree that a park has been built around that. We were going to stop and do that. We have to do that next time. And it's around like a little lake and there's a picnic area. Gorgeous out there. Yeah. That's where they've got like the carvings of the alligators and stuff, kind of the tree stumps and things. Yeah. And there's really beautiful neighborhoods over there, like bungalow style houses. With the, oh, with the garages cool. in the back and yes. the porches in the front. Yeah, I love that Gorgeous. style. And I love the houses that face the trail and they got like their little gate that they can walk right on the trail anytime they want to take a walk. I know. How cool is that? When are we moving there? Well, we're in the middle of home renovation. Let's fix it up, <laughs> then sell it. But I want the Airstream more than a, than a oh, permanent house. Maybe so. we get both. Okay. Okay. So I, the other thing that we've now turned into a bit of a tradition is on our way back, so we're we're bragging about how we do the 15 miles and burn off all that food, and the last stage of the 15 miles is a stop <laughs> right at the Cricket Can Brewery, and that's one that's of my right. favorite things to do there. That brewery opened in 2014. They do brewery tours and things there, which we haven't done, but what I love about it is they have maybe 10 or 20 um, homemade beers on tap. I guess that's what you call it. But um, yeah. everything from like ciders to lighter beers to ales and reds. And I'm not like a beer aficionado, but my favorite one there is the Freedom Ride Stout. It's a dark beer. Yeah. It's really flavorful. But that's I always That's actually the get, one I got. Oh, no. Did I do that one or the coffee one? You got the chocolatey. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but... I know. I got like a pint of it and I drank the whole thing. Uh, she got like <laughs> one of the sample shot glasses and I had to drink half of it. But Angie's not a beer drinker, really. Mm, but um, I try it, though. I try. The cool thing is the sampler, it's like shaped like an airplane or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like four, I think it's four. It is. Smaller glasses. So you can get like a variety. 
So, ten bucks. It's ten bucks. It's ten great. Bucks. And honestly, I forgot to remind you this year that you want to get the sampler so you can get a little sip of each one because that's what we did last year. And then I got to drink both the samplers. <laughs> So next year we have to remember. Oh, okay. I see I think what you're you, doing. I think you yeah. drank the cider one last year. That was the only one. Pineapple. They had yes. no. They had a pineapple beer. Oh, do they? It was a pineapple. Yeah. Wow. And it was delicious. It might have been a cider. I don't know, but I liked it. But it's really cool. It's. Uh, I think it's called the marketplace that it that it's in right there. It's a little strip of restaurants. It, it's all in one building, but God, it's, it's like everything. a barbecue place and restaurants and. There's too much stuff in Winter Garden for us to talk about in one podcast. So maybe next year we'll talk about some of the other things that yeah. are there. But I will put links on the website under the information station yeah. for oh, all I forgot the... that's what we're at. We're at the information station. We are. We, we didn't officially announce it. <laughs> yeah, this is a much more loosey-goosey <laughs> podcast because yeah. we, we're not going in and out of a guest interview. But uh, so I'll put links to the Crooked Can and to the garden theater and the hotel and most importantly the chef's table that's right um but all these things to, to check out because winter garden is really it's like a hidden gem here yeah and so normally on saturday we would have got up and went to the farmer's market yes and we go there regularly we have a guy that we get our pastured chicken from there we need to we need to f- remember what his name is so we can put yeah, him, I put have him on the farm. show azalea farms is the name oh is that what it. it's called mm-hmm. okay. yeah and um and then we usually go to the pharmacy, get farm, F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. It's called the pharmacy. It's a little a little store front down there. Right. They had been at the farmer's market for years. That's how I found them. And then yep. they opened a storefront. Nice family that owns it, family run. So uh, we go there and get our veggies there. But we did not go because you know what we were doing? We started chatting with more people at the bed and breakfast that's right that's what we do we did so we we met some more people and chatted it up and so we didn't get to the farmer's market but we go there normally i mean you get fresh um, locally grown produce there there's a a guy that catches fresh fish and brings it and shrimp and there's plants and you know everything homemade you know that you can think of that's a great place to buy gifts for people if you have any upcoming you know, birthdays, for Christmas, for whatever coming up, support local um, businesses, yeah. small businesses. I agree. So the I the, uh, the seafood guy there, I don't know, you know, which things are necessarily wild caught or whatever, but I do know the seafood guy there's got everything. The Azalea Farms that you mentioned, mm-hmm. the reason we go to him is because they are pastured chickens, yeah. which means they eat all natural diet. That's not an easy thing to find around here. We've we've looked around. There's well, not a lot of sources. When we say all natural, we mean that they eat what they're supposed to. Exactly. They get to graze the land and eat worms exactly. and weeds. They're not given feed. Yes, and so, corn and And if stuff. they are given feed, it is things that they would eat in, yeah, in nature. That's in right. In nature. Nature. Yeah, and the guacamole ladies there. Oh, you the missed guac- the guacamole this year. That's my favorite thing. At we got to go back Saturday. At so. the sort of farmer's market section of it, where you're kind of walking around all the busy sections where all the food is, I need to also find the name of that place so I can give them a shout out because they, they're they peeling the avocados right there on yep. the spot and making the guacamole fresh. That guacamole don't make it home. <laughs> It never does, <laughs> it does they, but they make, make really good salsa and really good guacamole. Mm-hmm. And just talking about it right now is killing me. Yeah, because because we need to cook dinner. That's why. I know. I wanted to shout out two of the girls that I always um, that we have seen the past couple of years that we stayed at the hotel, and that is Sarah. She's always the one that like checks us in and takes us up the elevator. 
And then um, Lila. She's the really nice um, younger girl that is usually making the breakfast. So yep. I just want to shout them out. You guys are great. Yes, thank you so One much. One of the reasons and, we come back every year. Both mornings, I forgot to tip. And both mornings, I had to chase down Lila and go tip her. So <laughs> if you stay there, leave them a little tip after you have breakfast yeah. because yeah. it's totally free and included with the. But they're making it and they're bringing it out. And, and it's, they're just uh, very nice. They're very, very nice. They're very pleasant to be around and chat with. And it's very, very exciting. So, guys, tell us what we, what you think or if you have any suggestions. We, we love hearing your voice. Uh, I mean, we love when we do Facebook Live and we're chatting with you, but we want to hear you. So give us a call, 407-490-3899. You can find that on our website. Or shoot us an email, feedback at fineanddangy.com. We want to hear what you have to say. Yes, and input. If you've got thoughts or questions or suggestions, you know, we've got the next couple of months uh, outlined for guests, but we are always open to the possibility of doing what we're now referring to as special episodes or special topics or, you know, anything that we, that you feel, that we feel might sort of add value to to people that are listening in the community, to charities in the community. And it doesn't really have to be super strict. It could be something silly, but if it's... um, you know, some people may find value in that. So um, please let us know what you think. And if you've got suggestions or anything like that, you can find us on all social media at Fine and Danji. And we would like to ask you guys to subscribe as we always do. If you're not already subscribed to the podcast, uh, we can't thank you guys enough for the continued subscriber count. We're seeing it climb continuously. Yeah. And um, I'm some humbled. great reviews. I really am humbled at the reviews. Very nice reviews. And the the um, just the audience that, you know, you guys are, are continuing to spread the word. And we really appreciate that. Um, we also say that, you know, if you're in need of help of any kind, ask for it. Um If you don't know who to ask, then call us because we have also started sort of growing our connections with local charities. And it's funny you say that because I was going to say, if you need help, reach out. Maybe there's something we can do to help. Absolutely. We want to. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And, you know, so this year is about, or this podcast is about the memories that me and Dan were making, right? So, what kind of memory will you make today? And will it make a positive impact on somebody else's life? You know, make a memory that will stick with somebody else. You know, they're always going to remember that moment where you did something kind, where you said said something that uplifted them, that made a real impact or change in their life. And you're always going to remember the look on their face or the response you get from them after you help them. You'll remember that more than you'll remember getting something. That's right. That's right. For sure. Well, that's it. That's it. We're going to wrap it up. After all this talk, I'm ready to go back to Winter Garden again. (laughs) I know. Me too. I've been (laughs) counting down the days till next year, buddy. I know. I kind of feel like, oh, man, why do we only do it once a year? But it makes it really special. It really does make it it very special. I mean, going and staying and actually, you know, being there for three days. I do think that, you know, we do a lot of kayaking and outdoor stuff, and I love that. And I think maybe we should do some specials around some of the places that we go too often, like Wekaiva Island or yes. King's Landing or Juniper Run or whatever. But I also think it would be cool to do similar episodes like we just did for Winter Garden to go stay in Altamont for a night or two oh, and, yeah. Yeah. or go stay in a pop. Maybe we can for, find some little places that, yeah. even if it's like camping or a campground Absolutely. or something like that. So that's on our agenda. So that's like on that. our agenda now. And just remember, at the end of the day, 
It's all fine and dandy. That's great, babe. That's a coffee. <laughs> all right. 